and welcome to the 36th episode of The First Exchange with me, your host, Lydia Daydal. Well, last week was our first week back after lockdown. Um, we were delighted to have Dr. Caroline West on for episode 35. She was here to talk about all things sexuality and her studies within it. Um, really great feedback all week. Um, something different that everyone seemed to have enjoyed. So thank you very much for, for getting in touch and letting us know that you enjoyed that episode. But for this week, for episode 36, we have a fantastic a man in Jordan Reynolds, um, a former amateur Team GB boxing champion. Um, He started boxing at 16 and went on to win some incredible titles um, throughout his career. He has just recently turned professional under Pete Taylor, uh, signing with MTK Global. He was obviously meant to make his pro debut um, while coronavirus was going on, but everything obviously has been put back a a little bit. So he makes his pro debut in October. So he came in to talk about his journey in boxing. And we had a really great chat about mindset. Um, Anyone that follows Jordan on his social media will know that he is an advocate of positive mindset if you believe you can achieve and that it doesn't matter where you come from, what your circumstances are, you can always go on to change the course of what may have been laid out for you. So we had a really, really good chat just going into childhood trauma, how he overcame that, finding boxing, um, really great story. He's he, he's an incredible character, um, and he he's a really great message as well. Um, and most importantly, uh, he, he has the message of giving back, uh, which he, he does do within working with um, numerous children's charities. He also made an appearance on First Dates, which we talk about, um, which now has ninety million views on YouTube. His his clip. He's known as the. Elvis of boxing and he didn't disappoint we even got a song out of him so listen all the way through to the end Um, but a really great episode so before we hit play for you on episode 36 I must say the support that we're getting especially now that we're back has been incredible lots of people getting in touch all week lots of people asking how can we help support the podcast well share it that's the first thing I would say show your friends send it to your friends tell your friends all about the podcast tell us what you want to hear on the podcast who do you want to see on the hot seat um, and uh, we will we will meet your demands as they say but how you can also support us is by supporting us on our Patreon um, Patreon for anyone that doesn't know is a subscription service that will allow you to throw a couple quid airway every week and that will allow us to keep running the podcast and further down the line help us to develop bigger ideas like live events getting bigger podcast names moving venue there's loads that we have planned that we want to um that we want to deliver for you so with your help uh, please go to patreon.com the first exchange and um throw us a couple quid if you would if you'd see me in a pub and you buy me a pint of guinness I don't want to drink anymore, so just throw me a couple quid on my Patreon. <laughs> but listen, but without further ado, thank you so much to everyone for their support. We really, 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 really appreciate it. And now I'm going to let you enjoy the 36th episode of The First Exchange with Jordan Reynolds. Jordan, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. The last, when was the last, when did I do an interview with you for Fight Connect? When I was at my hometown, Luton, I think I'll give you a little tour of uh, the Well, uh, that the was that was our quarantine <laughs> live Instagram chat that we done. But we'd done an interview in uh, the Coliseum gym. Yep. Uh, that, that, God, that must be about six months ago, is it? Yeah, that was when I was flying in and out yeah. to Dublin to try to settle in to see when the, when to make the move and when when's the right time to make the move exactly. during the Olympics and me turning pro and... All this all kind of stuff. stuff, yeah. But I did promise you that I was going to get you on the podcast. Yes, you did, and you've uh, lived up to your words. So I have indeed, I have indeed. <laughs> but unfortunately, there was like four months in between that where there was like lockdown. <laughs> no, no, I would have liked this to be a little bit sooner. But welcome. Very excited to get you on. The Elvis of boxing. That's it. Born in the wrong era. You've always said this. Always. Listen, I love it. I love the 50s. I'm actually getting new tattoos next week with Frank Sinatra and James Dean. I've got the Elvis here. I love the music. You know, everyone who follows me is known to crack anyway. I do we the old do. school dancing. I love the old school clubber. So I'm just... Uh, Can we investigate the... I feel like I'm born in the wrong era. I just... I don't know. It's like... I like... Everyone's wearing... Don't get me wrong. I love like, designer clothes and things like that. But yes. I'd rather... I'd rather like... Instead of listening to like today's modern music, I'd be mm-hmm. like listening to my country 50s, 1950s music. I love the... 
the morals set in the fifties, the manners, mm-hmm. the dress sense, the hair, just just everything really. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I don't know. I love it. I just love it. Where did it come from? I've no idea. I've Can no you idea. remember the first time you heard like fifties music? I was about. I remember listening. Joe, you know what's funny enough? I was watching a film called Knuckles. It's based in Ireland. It's a traveller film. Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles. I think I've seen that. It's with like uh, the Joyces, the McGinnies, the the, the bare knuckle fighting and the warfare yeah. with the families. Yeah. And I remember watching that. I was about 15 and I, li- I heard a uh, Hank Williams song, Country. I'm a Rolling Stone. Like proper, I think it's like 1940s country, proper twang. And I was like, I like that. So I Googled it, YouTubed it, and then there was loads of recommendations. And I thought, so I, just, I just got a bit obsessed with it. And then like, I could relate to some of these stories they sung about. And then from 15 years old, I was just 14, 15. I was just like... I was walking down my estate, like listening to all this kind of music. I was like, mate, you, like, you crazy. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And where I'm from, it's like rap music, UK rap, yeah. grime. Yeah. And I'm coming to like Elvis, like, well, the blood of my soul. What's right? I was like, oh, no, Jordan's here. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's, um, I think it was just, I just heard the country twang, country sound. And then just by obviously the, the internet and things like that, mm. I found like the Elvis, the, um, the 50s vibe, you know, the rock and roll and, then I watched all the videos, I see them all dancing, and I thought, oh, man, I need to learn to dance. And then learn all the 50s drive, Lindy Hop, Cholster, and then... Because yeah. you, do, you do do dancing in your spare time, yeah, don't yeah, you? I love it. I, You're I, very good as well. I love it. I'm all right. Listen, I've got to listen to fast feet. I tell people, <laughs> I tell people, yeah, it's for the boxing, you know, but really, I, I actually like it, mate. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Getting what, yeah, I love it. Bit of, bit of music, bit of dancing. It's all right. If dancing on dancing in the stars or whatever it's called. Strictly come dancing. Strictly come dancing. If they gave you a ring, would you I'm be up for I'm coming, mate. I'll be, listen, I'd love that. Listen, that's, that's the vision there. I'm yeah. putting myself out there. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, Jordan? You'd be fantastic on it. Hopefully, yeah. You've the character, you've the looks, and then you've got the dance that. moves. Ah, you I'll do. Try, you do, I'll try you do. It. Listen, I'll try it. Listen, that's, that's, um, I'm trying to be a couple of steps ahead, so. Yeah. If I take part, I want to win it. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> well, I that, that's your competitive streak coming <laughs> yeah. out in you. But listen, like, obviously, to grow up and to be inspired by that type of music and to be kind of, I suppose, proud in a way that, you know, that's what you listen to and, like, all the people in your estate and growing up are like, oh, yeah, that's Jordan, that's what you listen to. If anyone who knows you now, you've got, like, a massive amount of confidence um, in yourself, very confidence, you know, in the fact that you can just sing when you want, you sing on in your Instagram, you yeah. know, you're doing your dancing and stuff. Where did that confidence come from? Because there's a lot of teenagers especially a lot of, of, of our teenagers that will say will be our listeners, that they're in a world now where, you know, it is, you know, they're monitored so much because of social media yeah. and there's a lot of pressure, there's a lot of bullying, there's a lot of, you know, fear to move outside of the so herd. Today's today generation, I feel like we live in a fake world. Yes. And social media is, for me, listen, I think kids are, to me, kids are having it too young, you know, they're, they're, they're too young and, it's kind of like kids are not having a personality. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, all right? Like, we're all bad for it, but we, we use it for our business use and we can't get carried away and scroll through. But listen, there's nothing wrong with, with causing a bit of mischief when you're young. Mm. At least you know when, 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 when the kid grows up, they're going to have something about them. They've got a bit of personality. They've lived a bit and been stuck indoors. And then that's why mental health is so so high, I believe, where these kids now, they're, they're, they're 15, they're like 13 years old, scrolling for Instagram, thinking, I want to look like this, I want to be like this. And it's all fake. Mm. It's all fake. And they're not going out. They're not socialising. They're not being... We're, we're humans. We should be out. We should be out on the earth. We should be mixing. And you know what I mean? And, and we're not. We're, we're stuck indoors. Parents are being weak. It's parents to blame as well. They're going, oh, my kids got anxiety. It's like, well, you're too soft. Like, they're, they're too soft on the kids. They're going, oh, they don't want to like... Because the kids are not listening. They're, they're giving them a phone to shut them up. Then they're, then they're stuck in their room in the dark and no wonder why they're insecure and depressed and things like that. So well, we, we do see it... <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, if you if you do go to, um, you know, restaurants or coffee shops, you will... It's very common now to see kids from a young age all the way up to teens, like being stuck in, in front of a phone or a laptop or an iPad or something and it's just continuous stimulation which yeah. you know is not good for anyone like you say we should be out in nature we should be exploring different things especially with kids we should be we should have our kids exercising and being involved in sports and you know interacting it's with being free being free it's being free it's like, exactly. we're, it's like we're handcuffed to our phones and it's just it's a big it's a big no-no do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and you can see the change in the generations we're we're living in a soft world now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're living we're living in a nice world, and it's if if there's something wrong, if, if there's something wrong with me, it's like people try and say the nice nice things to say. Do you know what I mean? Like if I ain't good at something, I'll tell myself I'm shit. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't good. Do you know what I mean? So I tell myself, but it's like, no, 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 you're, you're all right. We, we live in such a soft world. It's like, mm-hmm. we're, not, we're, not, we're not getting anywhere. So I don't know. I don't know. Listen, each to our own. Everyone has their own opinions and views. And I know we've got to move with how the world's going because it's all yeah. coming digital and things like that. But I think, I believe we're just losing our way, to be honest. <laughs> when you talk about like that sort of mindset of... I suppose being a bit of a realist in that when you're not good in a certain department, you tell yourself, I'm not good in this and, you know, you assess it from there. Again, I'm really interested into how that mindset has, you know, developed in you. Like, what was it about your childhood and your upbringing that has led you to have this really unbreakable mindset? I mean, even if you look back on old amateur videos from your amateur days when you were like you know 15 16 you have this such a what looks like and seems like a level head a confidence a kind of an an almost like an assurance that you were going to be the best and you know you still I know you still haven't achieved what you want to you know in terms of professional because you're only entering the ranks now but there's almost that quiet confidence where you kind of give off the impression like I feel like you know, I don't doubt that you're going to do everything that you want to do, but it's not a, it's not a narcissistic or an egotistical way. No, it's, it's just a quiet confidence. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think it's just I know, I know how I was, and like as a kid, I was an insecure, scared kid. Do you know what I mean? I, I was so insecure. Like I would, I would, I would lie, and 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 try and act tough when really I was so sensitive and and like. I, I, took, I, I still now I take things to heart but like obviously I'm a bit older and mature and things like that but mm-hmm. I, used to, I used to take things to heart and be sensitive and snap and angry frustrated and very like I was I was, I was a scared kid you know like, I really was and that was just a reflection of what was happening at home from like my mum mom and dad's circumstances to seeing a lot of things I shouldn't see at home from losing my mum and dad losing the house to me I, I had to provide at an early age from from my school dinner money, mum would give me a pound, two pound for school dinner money. That was never enough. But like, I couldn't say to my mum, like, mum, like, my mum was struggling. I was mm. depressed. Do you know what I mean? Depressed. I was like, that's the last thing I want to. Uh, that's the last thing I want to struggle about. Do you know what I mean? So like, I remember like, always, from from that, I thought to myself, I've always thought at thirteen, fourteen, I'll be going to school, on the way to school, go to farm food, spend my two pound on. 10, 10 drinks for a pound, 10 chocolate bars for a pound, go to school, sell them all for like a pound each. I, I was making 10, 20 pounds a day. And it kind of started from that way. I just had to hustle. And then even when we lost the house, even when we lost the house, my sister was working at Mark Spencer at the airport. And I thought, well, she was saying about, you know, like the expiry dates and things like that. I said, all right, next time you take the rubbish up for expiry dates, let's go to the airport. Because we, we, we had no money. We had, we, had no, we had no money. My mum was struggling. So I was going to the airport and we was going to fill the back of the bins and and getting the food. What was, you know, it was right to eat for, for three or four days, but that was it. And and that's how we was living for a while. And then went from that to absolutely losing the house completely to going to some living in one room with my mum. My sister went went away to New Zealand for six years, seven years to get away with all the hassle. And I'm stuck here with my mum in a little tiny box room, thinking to myself, with all these, I don't even know, just, just all these people like just different mindset people like just. I don't know what they were. They were, just, they, were, they were more kind of people. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They were just like, like, not crackheads, but they were, I don't even know. They were just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they were, they weren't. And uh, I just thought, I can't be here. Do you know what I mean? And, and, I, and I was living mm-hmm. there with my mum, and I just thought, nah, like. And I think I just, I think I've always had this drive from from mm-hmm. there. And then, I don't know so much, so much like from listen, my mum and dad's. Like, I, was, I was brought in, I was brought up in too many problems, which which was I should, I should have been. Do you know what I mean? I should mm-hmm. like. My mum and dad's issues and all these other issues, it's none of my business. It's it's, it's, their, it's their thing. And, and like, I got stuck into a, a few things and then a lot of hope. It's, it's, it's just crazy. But I, feel, I think my whole upbringing and then from that to then walking into a boxing gym, I remember walking to the boxing gym and it was the first time I felt I felt safe and free mm. and, and where I could just be myself. Like, I could just... Just chill, like there's no, there's no one, no one can hurt me. There's not, there's nothing, and and that's where I fell at home. And if I went from that to like, obviously got kicked out of school, and I still get in trouble. I got a job there till ten o'clock in the morning to ten at night to stay out of trouble, and I was teaching kids, and my confidence was growing, my self discipline was growing, and I just, I feel like I just excelled as 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 a, as a person. Mm. Like I, I couldn't, if, if you see, if people people know, the lads who know me now, they're like, you see me ten, fifteen years ago, man, I was a freak, man, you know that. I would like, I just had this spike in hating me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was, I, 
was like, I had so much hate for my old man, you know, my old man. And, and like, I, like, boxing grew, grew love to me now and, 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 like, you know, I'm civil with him and you realise some things are true, some things are false. And But when you're, when you're 15 years old and you're carrying, like, oh, I mean, I was, I was carrying tools around me for seeing if I, if I seen him, I would have hurt him. I remember, having, I remember trying to fight him and I think to myself, like, it was just pure hatred growing up, you know what I mean? Mm. I had pure hate around me. And and I think that's why I listen to the 50s and all this kind of music. And people go, oh, it's, it's not even that. It's, it keeps me happy. Mm. You know, Escapism. It's, it's, a happy, it's a happy thing, man. And, and, and where I've been brought up in hatred and, and negativity and my whole family, like, listen, I hate my family. I love, I love my family, do you know what I mean? But like, And we all have family issues, do you know what I mean? We, we, yeah. we all do. We all, have, we all have troubles and things like that. But it's like, it really, I think it just... So like the book's in it, it moulded me into into a real human. But you know what, Jordan? The thing that I find fascinating about you is even though you've had this background and you've had these things through your childhood and growing up, you chose the side of positivity. You chose the side to be great. Whereas we see so much where people go to the other side and play the victim and, you know, get into things that don't serve them and they it leads them down a path of destruction. And sometimes they're lucky enough to get out of it when they're 30, 40, yeah. 50, other times they're not. Why do you think, was it your mom? Was it an older person in your life that kind of let you know that this doesn't have to be your life forever, that there is a, a chance for you to make something of yourself? Or was it in the boxing gym? I think it was just, I think it was just where I had to be, where I had to mature. I want when I went, I went a normal 14, 15-year-old mm. kid. I was like, I had to grow up to be like a 20-year-old as a 15-year-old, yeah. have that mindset. So I just thought, I was looking around, I thought, I don't, listen, it's all right to work a normal job, it's all right to do this, whatever, but I thought, I don't want to be normal. Yeah. Like, I, I can't I can't be at school. I couldn't sit in school. I've got ADHD, I've got ADHD. I'm, I'm off my head. I can't I can't sit down and, li- mm. and listen to, do you know what I mean? I snap and, and like, I couldn't take, I couldn't take criticism or, or anything. So I thought, like, I can't work. Because I couldn't, I didn't like being told what to do, and and I, I just couldn't. Be, I had to be active and things like that. And I thought, do you know what, boxing, whether I hated it or, or I loved it, I'm gonna stick at this shit and I'm gonna mm. make it because it's a way out for me. And 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 I will, I will, I will change my next generation's life. I was the kid at school, never had school holidays and mm. things like that. Couldn't couldn't do certain things. Breaking the cycle. Breaking the cycle. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I, I, I will do that. I, 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 that's one thing I'll do. I promise you, I have, I have to. And even, even if I hate the sport, I, I, I know I can. I know I can make a bit of it, and, and I can. Mm. I can invest in, and, and change it. Do you know what I mean? So that's one thing I will do. You say when you were in school that you you didn't enjoy because you 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 didn't like to have criticism. But obviously in boxing, there's criticism from everywhere. Yeah. There's criticism from fans, people who watch the sport. There's also, I suppose, a certain degree of criticism in terms of your coach in what you need to improve. Obviously, it's, it's delivered in a much more positive way because obviously that's the nature of coaches. Yeah. But have you learned to accept that or change um, it? Or for sure, yeah, for sure. Like, listen, you, I was young, immature then, but don't get me wrong. Like, when, when, when you've got a teacher, right? Or someone like that who's not been through what you're going through mm-hmm. don't have a clue what's going on they're going yeah but Jordan uh, it's alright I'm just saying you don't, you don't know what I'm yeah. seeing you, you don't have a clue what I'm seeing mm. do you know what I mean and, and that's that's one of the reasons why I do so much charity work this is that's one of the reasons why I go out my own time I go to all these schools been to loads of schools man. I do these talks because sometimes it's good to have a kid where like you, you've been through that you, you give yeah. them hope do you know what I mean? Yes. You know, it, is, it is possible. Mm. When teachers are going, they live a privileged life. Like they're they're, they're, they're sweet. They're, they haven't been through no, tra- you know, tra- like trauma or nothing like that. Yeah. They don't have a crack, and I can see where I feel. I'm thinking you don't have a clue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think you're soft. You don't have a clue. And that's why it's so important for people that are in your position to give back like that. Because I think that the kids that are in the situation now, they have way more respect for you because it's like you are hope for them. You're a product of what what they're going through and you've you've managed to change the 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 layout of your life, I suppose. Yeah, I'll I'll just try I'll just try and tell the kids, right? It's it's all about choices. Every choice you make dictates your future mm. it's simple as that like I, the first choice I made and it was the, the most silliest and simplest choice was because our school was on like down like down the hill like yeah. so like I would always have to go up the hill when I'd run to, to, to my house to get ready and then go to work at the boxing gym mm-hmm. which take half an hour to, to home and half half an hour to get there for four o'clock or I could go down the hill with the lads where it was robbing beating people up you know, just doing mm. stuff and taking, you know, just doing kids stuff, estate kids stuff, which is embarrassing when I think about what we've done. But 
the, the choice, the first choice I made was, you know what, fuck it, I want to separate, my, separate myself. And instead of going downhill where we're doing all wrong and stuff, I want to go up the hill by myself, run, I just have to run, run, run to, run to my house, get changed, run to the gym, be in the gym. Mm. That's the first. That's the first choice. That's the first, and, and it's dictated my future. And then from that, it leads me to West Ham. And I booked for West Ham. This guy in there struggling. I had to get a job. I had to get a job up there struggling. And then from then from there, I got asked to make the move to Essex with a random fan because they could see I was in a lot of trouble. Trouble was catching mm. up with me. So then I thought, hmm, which choice do I make? Do I stay at home in comfort zone, or do I just think, fuck it, I'll just live with this random family? So there's another choice I made. Boom. I lived in Essex away from the family, and then. Six months, four or five months later, I get another call saying to my mates, ah, oh, it's my mate's birthday. They go to a house party in Lucy Farm and things like that. Why don't you come? And seen phrases. And I thought, do you know what? I thought, oh, I want a way to go. Where to, to catch up with the lads? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I thought, the only thing that would put me off was I had boxing in the morning and I, oh, I had work and boxing. I, thought, I didn't want to be tired in the morning because I was working nights. So I thought, I'm going to choose the boxing. I want to get early night. I said, don't worry, I'll catch up another time. Then that morning there, my, my, the, the party I was going to, my best mate got shot in the back. So it's, oh, it's, all, it's, all, it's always the little, it's always the, the them choices, them, them, that, that simple choice where I, I, I always try and go for the choice, which the hard choice, do you know what I mean? Like the one, one where you think, like, do you know what, like, do you want to go for that easy choice where you think, oh yeah, yeah, like, I want to do that, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's always, that's always the wrong, wrong one, do you know what I mean? And, and you, you don't get nothing out of it. If, if I would have went to that, that could have been me, do you know what I mean? That could have been my career finished. You oh, know? Shit. And, and it's happened over and over again, over again. And when I'm thinking I'm not on track, and things like that. And I've gone back to Luton and I'm back of town seeing my sister getting the tattoo priced up at the back of town. And I was thinking to myself, oh, like, you know, it's good to be back home. I'm walking back with my sister and I walked into, I walked uh, past two lads. He, he barged into me and he, he like, I didn't really move. He, he went flying. And uh, all, all I heard was, are you fucking mad, brother? Are you mad? And I had my gym bag. I was like, mate, I was like, leave out. I was like, I'm with my sister. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was an accident. Simple as that. And he's going, no, no, you're mad, you're mad. So, I was like, so, so, so he started walking towards me. So I put my bag down. I said, like, I'm with my sister. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. And um, he tried to hit me. So I, so I hit him and just started, started, uh, just started giving it to him. And then his mate, I looked at his mate as the geezer was on the floor and he, he pulled out a blade. And that choice there, I thought to myself, I remember it was like slow motion. I thought to myself, do I just, do I have this shot? I've got him in range. Do I, do I, do I, do I, do I just go with it? Or, or do I just run and I thought fuck and then he just made that step and I thought alright boom then, then the geezer just chased me all around town with, with, with a blade in his hand do you know what I mean so it's like every every choice it, it dictates your future man like over and over again over and over again for me that's insane and I'm like I feel like I feel like I've got someone I don't know like I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm you blessed. feel like someone's watching I'm, over I'm you. telling you I'm, I swear yeah. honestly you're protected. I am. I am. I, yeah. I, I am protected by, by something or someone. Oh, I have goosebumps. I fucking <laughs> love that so much because sometimes I feel like that with myself as well. Yeah. That I'm guided. Uh, something yeah. is guiding me, and I'm not. I'm not religious in oh, yeah, in mm-hmm. religion of like you know indoctrination of religion or obviously grew up Catholic. Catholicism is is massive in Ireland, yeah. but I moved away from like we'll say religion in my twenties. But I now that I'm in my 30s and I started delving into my own brain and, and figuring out my own stuff, really, I find that I'm more and more spiritual in that. 100%. I, it, there has to be something more. 100%. Your mind, listen, I say it, and people look at me and they go, what are you about? Your, your mind, your mind creates yes. your future. Yes. And, and it's simple as that. It's, it's simple as that. Like, your energy, it's energy, do you know what I mean? Yes. If you're putting your energy exactly. into something, it's creating good. If you're putting bad energy into something, mm. you're just going to get bad response. It's as simple as that. If I'm doing good, 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 energy, energy, energy I'm, I'm visioning, I'm focusing. Mm. So I'm not the most talented. You know that. I, I really am. I started boxing late, 16 years old, all right? But I've set this vision. I've stuck at it. I've stuck at it. I can see the end goal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it all comes. Like, mate, I'm, I'm in my state, all right? It's little. I never thought I'd even be able to drive. Like, I'm thinking, huh? How is this kid driving? And then I'm, I'm, I'm putting up, like, on my state, like, with my first guy's a BMW, I'm thinking, okay, now I'm like, everyone's going, how are you doing? Like, I'm thinking, I know it's not even like a thing, but I'm thinking like, I ain't supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My, my, this from like how my generation goes down, my family goes down. I should, I should be falling into the other path. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. But, yeah. but, but, I'm everyone who I'm not nothing like. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm cut from a different cloth when it comes to the, the people from from my family. If I'm honest, mm. I really am. But is it like? You know, obviously there's a certain talent, there's a certain skill level, but 
it's like you know sometimes I get this thing of like if I keep at it and I keep this work rate up something has to happen yep like that's the law of averages something has to happen has to happen yeah do you know what I yeah, mean that, yeah. so when I'm having those down days where I'm like I'm not good enough I'm like crap at what I do like you know they're very minimal because I'm fantastic at what I do <laughs> <laughs> but when it does happen I'm like Lydia if you don't stop and you keep going and you keep this work rate up something has to give yeah, it does all, all, all day long like it's just yeah, man, listen. From like, I feel like I'm proof of it. Just in yeah. my own, in my own story, in my own head. On, on, I, I know, and I believe in that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Simple as that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we've all, we've all gone to the religion way. Like, I thought that. Like, because when, when that gives you chase me with a knife, the, the, early on that day, I met my granddad for the first time, and the next day he died. And I thought, I was like, I felt like I had to go to church and like. Jesus, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, it was crazy. No it was way. Cra- it was crazy. But, 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 but then, like, but, but then, like, I kind of come away from that. But like. I am, I am a believe, big believer in like, like what you see in your mind is what you get, you know. Yes. Like, it's as simple as that. Mm. And it's, it's just vision, it's just vision of pos- positivity. Hang, hang, just, just be around positive. If I, I'm surrounded myself by positivity, you know, mm. if, whether it's from training to like even when I'm walking around the house, I put these podcasts on it, and I'm, I'm not, even, I'm not even listening to podcasts, you know, but they're in the background. Well, I, you're, I, li- you're listening to this podcast yeah, yeah, now. Come yeah, on, now. Out, yeah. But do you, do you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Though? Like, I'm not sitting, there, I'm not just sitting there. Like I'm, I've got them playing. Yeah, constant. they're in so your subconscious. Just, yeah. you're, you're pouring just, in yeah, information. Always, yes, always. love that. Love always. that. Twenty-four-seven. 24/7. But listen, for someone that has had, you know, so much loss, I suppose, and trauma, I guess, could you, do you put boxing down to the reason why you are now f- functioning as a, you know, a, a positive um, member of society yeah. and not the other way? Uh, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because listen, I'm, I've got resentment, victim mentality, trauma, like it all goes in and it, it just, you can be successful and you can you can have a career, but sometimes it can still eat into you. Yeah. So how do you process all of that? I see myself, listen, I, I've wanted to personally, okay? Mm. And I'm either, I'm either if, like if I'm doing something, I'll do something big, all right? I'm mm-hmm. full out. And I'm over at this end of the scale where it's positive, yeah. And I'm making, I'm making, I'm trying to make my family's life be- the best and making myself the best. I'm either up high, doing the best for whoever and whatever, or if it's got to go the other way, there's no mm. in between for me. Yeah. There's no in the middle. I'm, I'm either one extreme or the other, mm. and, it, and it's as simple as that. And the down days or the days where maybe you're not as feeling as positive, what brings them on? Like, w- where do you experience them in your in your in your weeks? I don't, I don't because I'm I'm away from it all. Yeah, well, that's why I'm in Dublin. Okay. And and I've nothing is gonna be as bad as what I've been through as a kid. You yeah, know? you know, like it's as simple as that. Mm. And, and I, I always come back to that. I think to myself like, oh, I really like maybe one day I don't know. I I'll put more things out there. What do I you really feel seen. resentment for what you experienced as a child? Yeah, like I don't know. It's it's, it's crazy. You know, people don't know half of it. People mm. don't know half of it. And I've had, I've, I've had every setback from in life to even in the sport from the injuries and things like that. Yeah. I fought through and, and like, I'm, I'm here to stay, man, because every, I've been told I'll never box again and I've fought injured. Oh, mate, I've, I've had it all. I've, I've had it all, you know. Mm. And all in like, I've been boxing like nine years, all in ten, nine, ten years, you know. It's a so, such a short amount of time for what you've achieved yeah. though, isn't it? Well, I don't know right, I don't know right, but I've, I've, I've I'm on it. I'm on. I'm on it. Twenty-four-seven. Let's talk about your amateur boxing career before I actually start crying yeah. here because <laughs> I could feel myself a bit ago. <laughs> but um, let's talk about obviously your amateur career, Team GB. Yep. Um, I think for anyone that knows anything about boxing, you know, especially over here, being on Team Ireland, being on Team GB, it's obviously a massively respectful, um, you know, position to be in in the sport. Yeah. And when we look at, you know, MMA or Muay Thai over here, they don't have as big that of national, a support yeah, or yeah. the national grouping or the national um, team like boxing does. And boxing is sort of, you know, one of those sports where people really look up to people in combat sports. Look up to, it's kind of like, you know, the fact that you have kids that can start at a young age, they have a development program and then they can go and represent their country in the Europeans or the Olympics or whatever it might be. Um when was it for you that, you know, a coach or somebody said to you, you've got a real talent here or you've a real skill here and we can do something with it? 
uh, do you know what it was? I think it was, right? Because I never really had the goals to go Olympics, I was like, you know, mm. it was always a turn pro, but when I worked at nights when I was in Essex, there was, there was, there was lads at work going, you never make the England team, you never make the team GB, you're too suited to the pros, blah, 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 you never, you won't, and I thought, do you know what? And I thought, and I was training with, and I, my, my, my trainer died, passed away, Mickey made a legend in the game, made over 120 national champions, trained the likes of Nigel Benn, Kevin Mitchell, Terry Spinks, Olympic gold medal, he passed away, and I kind of felt a bit lost, and I thought, do you know what, like, I've had, at, this time, at this point, I've had about 45 amateur fights, and I thought, I think I was going to turn pro, like, I didn't really know, do you know what I mean, and, then, mm. and, and, and oh, I work, I'm getting negative, like, um, turn pro, turn pro, you're not, you're not, you're not schooled enough. You're not, you know what I mean. You, you like to have all, all this kind of stuff. I thought, so I'm training with Mark Tibbs, Jimmy Tibbs, who was training Billy Joe Saunders at the time. Yeah. And I'm training. I think to myself like, I'm actually like, you know, like looking at looking the whole the whole thing. You know, like from like the business. Because I know listen, boxing. I've known for since as a kid, boxing's a business. Yeah. And I thought I'm half decent fire. If I turn pro now, I'm 18 years old at this point. If I turn pro now, I'll probably. Probably won't even be good enough to win a seven year old English title. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. my career be finished and I'd be on a ticket deal. I hadn't branded myself properly and things like that. So I thought I said to Billy Joe, I said, about turning pro he's like, Well, he's like he went to Olympics and you know, I spoke to him about a few things and he went he books for Hodgson. I thought, Hodgson. I thought, that's down the road from Luton. So I thought, do you know what? When I go to Luton and I go to Hodgson instead of turning pro, I thought, I was gonna turn pro Mike Tibbs and, and go with Warren. I thought I ain't gonna do it. I thought, I want to try and go into the England team. So I went with Hoddesdon. The first year, an awful year, went in the senior ABAs, went to the quarterfinals, got a big cut, had to get out of the championships in the second year come. And I thought, you know what? England, I only got in England. By the end of the season, going to the England team and I had about 15 fights. I'll just, I won't, I'll just make the story short, you know what I mean? But like, I had about 15, I got into the team anyway. And... Uh, I had, I had about 15 fights for England, undefeated, boxed everywhere, Norway, Sweden, and won all the tournaments. But then I became England captain, and I was like, man, like, I'm actually like, that, that was a real, that was a real pride thing for me. You yeah, know? of course. Like, like, I really thought, because honestly, when it's, I was drilled in my head, you know, like, you're boxing, you've been you started at 16, you ain't got a style, you was brought up in a pro gym, you suit the pros, yeah, I get that. But I thought, you know what, I'll change my style, I'll adapt. Mm. As simple as that, and I'll, and I'll adapt and, and come through, and, and I did. Then I got my Olympic trials, Team GB trials, smashed the first two sessions, and then the week before my last Team GB trial, I ruptured my bicep, six months out, get, get, get operated, wake up, doctor goes, can't find your tendon, blah, 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 have a week later, meeting with him a week later, uh, you better think about your career, your tendon's gone, we can't find your tendon, we can't. They can't uh, find your yeah. tendon? Yeah, you've seen this scar they've done, look at that. Oh, shit. That's, that. That's supposed to be keyhole surgery. They've chopped me up, all right? So I'm thinking... So when you say... Jordan has a shark bite on his arm. Yeah, it's a shark bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut out, mate. Well, I'm shitty. <laughs> so I mean, it's no... Oh, um, so NHS going... Yeah. They're going, yeah, um, yeah, we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. And you know, it was the first time... Probably... I actually, I actually cried, you know? I thought, all what I've worked and, and my... And, like, I was just about... Like, I was one week before the last trial. Oh, man. You know? And I thought, like... Oh, man, I was devastated. And Joe, you know what? I thought I didn't give up. I just thought I needed to take a week off on that. And then, then I, I phoned, I phoned a few, you know, friends and people, you know, who experienced like life experience people, you know, yes. like like Sam King's dad, Gary King, you know, football coach. He's been there. He's been in the game. And I was like, we ever, let, you know, he, he gave me some great advice. Yeah. So he went go to private. He said, you know, duh, duh, duh. so I went private, raised raised the money. Lucky I had good sponsors, you know, like I was really lucky. Yeah. Paid some serious money for it. Fixed it. He said, he said, your tenant was just where it was. So I think the geezer just bought it at the NHS. He did, cause I, was, I was telling him, I was like, listen, I said, you can't fuck me up. I said, I said, it's my career. So I wake up, he's like, I can't do it. I can't find it. But, but <sighs> do you know what I mean? So he just bought it. He's cut me out for no reason. So Holy shit. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So anyway, that got fixed. And then I was out for six, six, seven months. And then um, GB said, look, we'll wait for you. So I was like, happy days. And the week before I was about to go, James DeGale rang me and said, he's vying for a world title and he's sparring. I thought, do you know what? What a great way to test myself out mentally. And yeah, one of the best. And, and I was training like hard, man. Like, not with this, like, I was training everything, what I needed to work on, but not using this. Yeah. And I'd done, done three rounds. He had three sparring partners. 
He'd done three, I'd done three rounds of him straight off, and everyone was waiting to spar. He was doing three, three, three. And he was like, stay in. And I just stayed in for the whole spar. He was like, class spar, and paid me, invited me up every week to spar him for his world title fight. Week later, I'd done a, done my, you know, assessment, spar with the Rio lads who competed in Rio. Come on, leaps and bounds. I thought, sweet, sound. Then a week later, I got into the team, and I thought, boom, done it. I'd done it, and then got into Team GB, done my Olympic cycle. I was supposed to go to the Olympics and there was all this pandemic kind of stuff and yeah. I had a bit of unfairness what would happen like ups and downs with GB little niggles and put a lot of pressure on myself there man because I, like, I was so I really wanted to go to the Olympics I know, mm. it, I know it could be, be, be a quick breakthrough for me to change my life mm. but not meant to be yeah simple simple as that like I got out of my like, like, like I'm so lucky I got out of my contract you know like yeah. that other people there stuck there for another four years mm. I'm out I'm free Making my debut come October, mm. bringing showmanship back to boxing. You watch, listen, the 50s, I'll be singing. Listen, <laughs> I've got some great ideas coming. Well, listen, before we talk about your pro, we're going to get there talking about the pro career. But when we look at, we'll say, you know, the Team, G, Team GB Olympic route, I think a lot of fighters tend to get kind of a little bit obsessed with it like yeah. that this is it you know what I mean and that, that they that that is the only career path that they can have you know in terms of it's the pinnacle yeah um whereas and that's that's totally fine as you say fighting for your country in the Olympics is probably is I imagine an incredible feat yeah. win lose or draw right but you know do you think that because you had that background and you came from the professional style in the gyms that you grew up around do you think that that was why you kind of just said okay it's not to be now let's turn pro and let's let's see what what happens yeah, there yeah yeah I, I feel like i just had too much personality for it anyway yeah if i'm honest i've yeah. thought like i'm not i'm not hanging around like, mm. i don't wait for no one yeah because for no for, for, we do have a lot of listeners that that might not be so clued into boxing and how like the olympics and everything works but like anything with a team ireland or team gb your personality is sort of in the background, you know, you're yeah, kind sure. of, you're just, it's a team. You hold back, you're not, you're like. Exactly. Yes, I know, so I've got too much personality. I, the amount of things I have to take off media, mate, because of this, honestly, I was getting the earache every week. Because <laughs> I, I was like, man, like, I'm just me, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm, I'm an all genuine fella. I keep it real, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and people take to that. I've always gone with people wherever I go, do you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm, re- I'm 25 now, so... Mm. So I look You're up. very old, Jordan. I feel old. I'm getting that. 25, mate. Listen, it's sounding quick, you know. I felt like I was 18 the other day. Listen, I, was, I, was in town, I can't man. even <laughs> remember 25. You're doing <laughs> grand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, listen, I'm, I'm saying that I've got seven, eight years in the game. Say 10 years, but I want to be out by eight years. You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of goals, what are the... Like, I mean, you, all professionals want to be the world champion, but, you know, obviously I imagine a world title is in there for your goals, but is there anything else? I just want to I just want to just... Keep inspiring. Do you know what? Financial, listen, financial. It's simple. Yeah. It's simple financial as security. So sort my family out. I'm looking, yeah. I am buying my mum a big mansion. Mm. As simple as that. I'm buying my dad a mansion. Yeah. I'm, I, honestly, I'm going to, honestly, I want to like, look after my family, or look after myself, and just live a, live a, live a free life. Mm. I don't need to worry about nothing. I don't need mm. to worry about Just live a free life, win titles, and just being like, just, just, I have to, Mate, it's, it's a buzz now. Like, I'm not even nowhere near where I need to. I've got a long way to go, but I can actually, I'll go to places. And I think like, I've, I've actually got an aura at where I am at, being in schools, to actually give kids hope that they can change their life. Yeah. And I use that. You know that? I, mm. I, I love it. So if I can do that even more and keep and keep branding myself and just, I don't say branding myself, just keep being myself and and inspire people, mate, it's a, it's a win. You know, because I'm taking good energy to me, you know what I mean? When you get there and you, ha- or oh, the, the list of, of boxes that you need to tick, you tick off and you've bought the house for your mum, you've bought the house for your dad, you're financially secure, you've gotten all the titles that you wanted and then we'll say boxing ends and you walk away from the sport. You see your face. See? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, asking it because yeah. I know, like, what happens I, then? I would have to, right? I'll have to get into something which keeps me busy full time. Like, yeah. like, I would get into filming. I love to get into acting and filming mm. where it's like you're living, you've got to live 24-7 and you've got to learn you, the You live in a fantasy or yeah. you're, you're, esca- you're escaping in some yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've got to keep busy because I'll, tr- I'll get in trouble. Wh- why do you think 
why would you need to escape? What would be going on in your head I, that you I wouldn't don't know. want to be there? I can't. I'm not. I'm like. Do, 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 I'm too like. Do you know what I mean? I, I just. I just need. I need to focus. Mm. I, I really do. And I work on myself and. Do you know what I mean? I'll try and work myself, but it's just me how I am. I'm, I'm just... This might be a bit uh, an, an in deep question, but do you feel like in some way that you are running away from something, or you are trying to escape something? No, because something? I've, I've thought of that, but no, because my sister ran away from all the all the, all the trauma and, and yeah. all, all, all that stuff, and I left... she actually went. She actually she went. She ran away. Do you know what I mean? She still yeah. runs away. She still runs away now, and then. What no, do you I love, mean? I can her. I can I ask? Is she does she does she avoid conversation on she, it? She just she she wrote like the the just uh just the headaches the the whole the whole whole drama and 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 just runs away. If there's a problem, she'll run away. Yeah, and I, I love her. She's the nicest girl. You know, she's lovely. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She's too nice for her own good, and she don't understand the crack. And she needs to get strong and tough, but she won't. Which is just mm. she just don't want to face it. Do you know what I mean? I've faced it. I, I'm not running away from nothing. I've always I've always faced it. So mm. that's why I'm mentally. Don't listen. We all need to work on ourselves. Don't get me wrong. But like, I, I'm just. I'm, I'm all in or not. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I just like to be. I'm I'm, energe- I'm really energetic. Or I'm like, I, I like to keep busy. Mm. Otherwise, I'm just like like. I just don't know. I like being busy. Yeah. It's Listen, that. you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, I'm, yeah. We're, we're of the same teapot. Two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I just, I end up like, if I ain't got nothing to keep me occupied, I'll just be like, I'll be thinking of like, I don't know. I don't even know. It's just, I just, like, I just, yeah. like, I just like, I like creating new ventures and mm. and just being creative. You know. Yeah. Like, I'm not. You know I mean, I'm not. We're not running away from nothing. I'm not. I'm not thinking like, oh, like, oh, I'm just like, I'm happy. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. But I, I like being busy. I love being busy. Mm. I love it. People go, no, you do too much. Take a rest. Nah, I'm all right. Where, where do you get, like, where do you get a buzz? Like, where do you get a high? Obviously, winning winning when you fight is obviously, you know, a big one. But what, what kind of, I hate saying it, but what gets you off? What? How else would you say that word? Like, like where do you get your, where do you get your buzz from? I don't know. I think it's just. Oh, do I get what my did bike? you say, Sam? Aroused. Oh, yeah, that's another oh, shy that. word. <laughs> Actually, I put that on. Yeah, I'm I, such a. I'm so repressed. I, I hate so any word like aroused. I'm so aroused right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, saying. where where do you outside of the ring? Like, what really kind of those words? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. It's just like. The, the, I think it's just the energy I get from people. Yeah. You know that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I go to a school, I'm talking to in front of 200 kids and they're like, mm. oh, that's But how it. did you get into this, like talking in schools? Like what, what is it? Are you being invited by yeah, the teachers to talk schools. about your, have, like have you put something together nah. and approach schools or nah, people but I should know do. you? I'll, yeah, you I'll, should. I'm going yeah. to, I'm, I'm busy, but I've, I've had this conversation anyway. Do you know what I mean? That's another thing in the pipeline I could do, but it's, yeah, it was like, I got asked to uh, go back to my old school. And I think I, I think it was the first and last time anyway, because I just gunned everyone down. I just told the kids how it was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 the, and the... What's that like going back to your old school? I always have like fantasies in my head it. of going back I to the school it. and like seeing all my own teachers and being like, fuck you, yeah. fuck you, fuck you. You just see how people, yeah, yeah, trust me, it's simple as that, but you, you see how people are like, because they're going... Yeah. The, the worst teachers they're going you're just going to be like your fa- I think, and then they're coming up to you going oh I always knew you was going to be champion and I always knew I was thinking That's no you lying. didn't you're yeah. lying yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and I do you know what I mean like mm. I don't know I can get myself in trouble with some of these schools do you know what I mean because I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, say, don't implicate do yourself do you know what I mean but, but like, the reason I asked it is because I can remember I had um when I was in secondary school we'd done subjects right like obviously you have them in the UK as well but uh, <laughs> I done business right and I remember I mean I'm so bad at maths I'm really bad and there's like childhood trauma around numbers and maths for me right so I even now like I get anxiety even looking at my bank yeah, yeah, balance yeah. like that's how bad it is right and um, I remember her saying to me like you are shite she, she was like, you are shit at this. And she's like, you are never going to be anything because you will not apply yourself. And 
like sometimes I could be like washing dishes and it will come into yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will come in subconsciously and I'd be like, and I, it, it took me so long to be able to like untrigger that where like, you know, I would be like, hmm, that's an interesting, why has that come into my mind <laughs> yeah, now yeah. I'm washing the dishes, <laughs> you know? And then I remember in primary school, a, a teacher um, called Miss Kennedy and she used to do like singing with us in like religion class or whatever. And I remember her saying to me, you've got a beautiful voice and she was like never stop singing and I always remember that as well and she used to tell me say to me do you have a microphone at home and I was like no I don't have a microphone nobody sings in my family so she used to tell me to go into the bathroom she was like the bathroom has a natural reverb so you go in there and sing your heart out and I used to do it and I could remember that so the the, the differences the polar opposites of like an arsehole teacher and then someone who so actually yeah, yeah, you know believes in you, and, believes yeah, yeah. In you. And, and, and like I probably was shite but and I went on to be in a band for oh, 10 years yeah, no, you know what I, was, I mean do you know what I forgot about that because I was talking to Babs yeah yes Babs Daly our and she's told mutual me mutual friend photographer she's the best alright <laughs> and you, you, you've, you've not told no one about this singing I didn't know about this so yeah. you lost a little sing song at the end <laughs> you're <nuts>. fucked now <laughs> 100% <laughs> what a guitarist here he's learned, he's learned the guitar I can be the backup singer Sam can click his fingers <laughs> and you can sing. <laughs> yeah, sorted, mate. Let's look make a band here. Yeah, I don't, I don't talk about it to anyone. What, man? You need to get out of singing. I'm like, that's yeah. funny. Babs Daly is um, uh, an incredible photographer she's and she's one. just started Love working it. with um, uh, Jordan and his teammates uh, in the Coliseum gym working under Pete Taylor. But um, that's how we know each other. We met, well, yeah, she yeah. was photographing yeah. on the music yeah. scene and, you she know, said, I was yeah. in a band and it's funny because, um, like, I was very different back then. I was on drugs. Well, well, music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the biggest yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, drugs, drinks, I was an alcoholic yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I had a very bad ego. I went through, like, a many, many years when I turned 30, had a nervous breakdown and then completely changed my life. That's where you learn that. You need Yes. That. Yes, but it's made me now because yeah. I have a massive amount of compassion for people and that's why I think it's allowed me to be good at what I do yeah, now sure. and communicating with people and talking because it gave me an understanding of what people go through. And I was in a very dark place because of stuff that I hadn't resolved from my childhood. And it took me a long time to realize that, you know, the things that I felt bad about weren't actually my fault. Mm. And when you kind of realize that, you know, to process it, it frees you. But the trauma that I experienced in my childhood and my teens actually went towards creating a fantastic um, uh, ego for myself in terms of being a rock star. And I was a rock star for seven years. I traveled the world. You know what I mean? I was signed to record labels. And, you know, I was like my whole, the stage show was like really Is it heavy rock? No, it was kind of like, kind of like, Oasis, oh, Oasis with yeah, yeah. Fleetwood Mac. So it was, cool. if you imagine Stevie Nicks singing Oasis, Sick, yeah, that yeah, was it. Yeah, but right. also I had a bit of an attitude, so I kind of turned into Liam Gallagher a little bit, <laughs> like halfway through. <laughs> or Courtney Love, yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it was kind of a little bit of hole as well. So the whole kind of thing was that, you know, it would be this amazing music, it would be really melodic. It was like this wall of sound. And then the set would finish and then there would be like 10 minutes of like just chaos. There'd be just like a big kind of crescendo of music and I would be rolling around the ground, gra- gargling wine, spitting <laughs> yeah, Jaeger yeah, yeah. bombs, like smashing tambourines off my head and stuff. Man. So I'd done that for seven years and like it was brilliant. Some experience, yeah. It man. was brilliant. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> nah, listen, this is what it's about. Yeah. You learn from days, you got it in the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's wrapped in a lot of guilt and regret as well and shame as well because, like, of how it ended. It ended pretty badly. Um, I don't talk to one of the guys that I was in the band with. Um, And, you know, we got screwed over by record deals and management. And ultimately, all I wanted to be was a successful singer when I was growing up. And I had such an opportunity in front of me and I screwed it up, you know? Why don't you get back to it now? Ah... It's a t- it's a tough game. It's a tough game, and not You're tough. Huh? Yeah, I am tough. Yeah, on it. but I love what I do now. Yeah. I love I love I, I, I love this podcast. Be, yeah, baby, I love yeah. Why Connect TV. Yeah. Um, but I still sing and I still yeah. write music, and that gives me a certain joy. We're gonna have a sing song at the end. You're gonna I, sing. I can't sing. Are you kidding me? You Shut sing all over. You sing all over. I, I love singing. I what? sing everywhere, but I I cannot sing at all. All right. I know I can admit that. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care. 
I'll sing though. I'll, I'll sing in front of 100,000 people. I can't <laughs> sing. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's, but yeah, sometimes that makes the best singer. It's no, the confidence. No, no, no. I got delivery. no confidence. I think to myself, fuck, and everyone's like booing me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can, have, we can do a little duet. If we find something to know. We're getting the we're, we're wrapping, wrapping up. I'm, I'm gonna start making this like oh, that's all coming. we've got time for Jordan. Thank you very much, Jordan. We're out of here. Bye bye. But listen to me before we finish. Um, obviously you mentioned the acting and the movies and stuff like that. That's like a little pipe dream down the line, which you'd be absolutely brilliant at as well. But let's talk about your TV debut. I can't wait. Well, you've already made it. Not really. Your first dates. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on. Oh, that was yeah. huge. The singing boxer on first dates. Oh, I got 90 million views. Nice. Yeah, I know. 90 million views on YouTube. Yeah. If anyone wants to see Jordan on the first dates, uh, what? <laughs> type in uh, Jordan. What is it? What is the caption on YouTube? No idea. Go way out of that. It's I Shane. I think I reported it to be blocked. There. I think I reported it to be blocked by 20 times. No, 90 million. Do you know what I was doing? I was doing it for publicity. That's the main thing, okay? If I'm honest. Exactly. Publicity. Uh, but yeah. do you know what was going on? Well, I'm in London. Well, I'm in London. I'm like boxing and things like that. And people come up to me going, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, and yeah. this was happening all the time, all right? Like, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I do a bit of boxing. They're going, <laughs> no, no, no. You're using the dating show. Sam like, has it up. Sam, <laughs> bring me your phone over here. Brilliant. Oh, Keep no, going, right. Jordan. And um, yeah, so she was a lovely girl, to be fair. But she was. She if, we, um, if we, uh, if no, we, nice. if we play this, can we, is this, we done for copyright? No, a, yeah, you might get done for copyright. <laughs> Wait, no, hang on. You might get done. But I do like. I think I drank a cup of tea. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm trying to. Let me try. This is embarrassing for you, Jordan. Nah, I just think myself. What was I doing? They, they, they put the food out. All got to be expired in like five or six days. We were just bagging that up, taking it home, and living off that thing. Do you know what? We've actually come a long way. No, That's I, a lovely little yeah. soundbite I got there. Thank you, Sam, for that. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, wait, wait till you're on, mate. <laughs> got, some video, got some videos of you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, listen, naturally enough, for anyone that is doing for estates, the publicity is 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 pretty much the key of why uh, they're doing it, yeah, right? For sure, for sure. Like, like saying that, listen, because you meet a few people backstage, and some people were nervous drinking. I'm thinking, yeah, I've got a day, I've got a day. Like, I'm thinking, fair play to you. You want to fall in love? Go on, do it. Yeah, but. <laughs> When the GB stuff and that, I was like, there's a few things I could have gone on. It's like, take me out. There was loads of joy. It was actually loads. You would be brilliant on taking No out. way. What's no, your man no. who's old Joe's De- take me out? Declan, was it? Declan, Declan Garrity. Yeah, Do you ever see Dead yeah. the Boxer, Declan Garrity on Take Me Out? Yeah, it's funny. Like. It is the most. It was young, really. Uh, he was so young yeah. and it's like back in the day and he's got a long sweep oh, fringe yeah. like if you saw Deco now like it's totally different it's funny, brilliant funny. who's your man who does the host Paddy Fred? McGuinness oh. Oh. Paddy yeah. McGuinness isn't that oh, right oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 so I had, I had a choice to do a few of them and I thought do you know what because you've got to be careful which ones you're coming to because they edit yeah. I thought if I come to one where I'm just genuine and normal right yeah. I'll be alright and mm. I thought that one there is Channel 4 go get a view in and like yeah like they, 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 do you know what they actually done a good edit they did you they actually got, you yeah. came across I, yeah. I I watched it after we had met for the first time oh, okay. and I was like it is actually you there's no like right. yeah They I know a couple of people who went on the Irish one and they were just made to look but like I did really, tell Fred really Fred, Fred he's like the presenter he's the boxing fan and I did tell him I said you better make sure you edit mm. that good mate otherwise they've asked <laughs> me to go on it over here really yeah I've been asked it. twice to go on it did I tell you that get yourself yeah. on it Shane's like, do it. No way. Get on it, man. No way. I yeah, will be you can so... have a nice meal. You might, might be a nice man. You can... Listen. You can, listen, listen. Fight Connect TV <laughs> is going to be Ireland and you can just mention me as well. <laughs> and it's just when everyone's getting publicity. I would be terrified of who they would match me up with. No, George, it would be a fire no, I, and I would know him. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, oh, no, no. God, I know anything no. about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not have a girlfriend last week? Yeah, I was like, do you not have to introduce me to your girlfriend last week? But anyway, before we finish, I did. We started a new segment on the podcast where we're asking fans, Um, do they want to ask the guest anything? So this is the first time we've done it, making our debut. Okay, um, JTB has asked Linus Udofia at Kenilworth Road or Nathan Heaney at the O2. Both. And, I, and I've beaten both. Ooh. I've beat Lonis twice, and Nathan Haney, he's just a 
ticket seller. We just got a deal because of tickets, so I'm coming from both. <laughs> I, need, I need to make my debut before I can start shouting, shouting people out properly. <laughs> so, um, but listen, uh, nice kids, they're both doing their thing, but yeah, they're my weight, so. Well, yeah. they're co- you're coming. I'm coming. Hashtag you're coming. Um, Sensei Daz has asked, what is your opinion on American training methods having spent a lot of time out there? Where were you in America? I've, I've been to Vegas, LA, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's real, real, real good, you know, real tough conditions. You get a lot of Mexicans and things like Mexican Americans yeah. out there, so it's a different mentality. So there's more mentality, you know, they're, they're very hungry. Yeah. And that kind of comes through into mm. their training. But yeah, like they're very class, they've got a different style, they're more they're more composed and relaxed. We would say they're lazy, but they're very they're like sharpshooters. Mm-hmm. You know, if they throw their land and, and as simple as that. But yeah, great, you know, they, they, listen they medal at every Olympic and there's always world champions coming from America, so Absolutely. Um, okay, this is a good question to end on, and it's from Frankie Locke, twenty six. He's asked, "What would be your best advice for a young amateur?" Best advice I could give is don't listen, don't listen to anyone apart from yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's as simple as that. If you've got a focus, you've got a vision, go go with that. Don't don't follow everyone else. Listen, listen to your, listen to yourself. And I've I've had it over again with kids asking me. My mum and dad said this and that worked too hard. Listen, you go do you. And I know, like, we're supposed to take information from mums and dads, but sometimes mm-hmm. family can be the worst. So yes. if you've got a dream, honestly, really go for it and just stick at it and work hard. Stick at it, stick at it work hard, believe it, and you will achieve it. And it's as simple as that. It's, you don't have to be, don't need no talent. You just need you just need to make sure you can get there. There's no excuses. Every excuse which is coming to you is a lie. Excuses are lies. Mm. Work towards it. Work towards it. If you ain't got no, if you ain't got no money for it, make make, make some money. Invest in, invest in yourself. Save up. Then 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 put the money into training. Just find a way. Find mm-hmm. a way to make what you want what you, what you want to become. Great advice. Great advice. Before we go, final mm-hmm. final thing. Will you Jordan Reynolds sing a verse? What verse of a song? Do the Wanderer, but I'm going to film it because oh, I want I, it from my Instagram. You got a song? Can you put a song in the background? Because I I, I want to I want Put a, put a honky tonk flaming. Oh, let's. Right. This is country. This is I can't sing. I actually can't sing. Do you know what I mean? Jordan, you're fantastic but at singing. Pass that. So. This, this is this. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only playing this year because. This is an this, exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jordan Reynolds is going got, to give. Have you got loud? Can you play it loud? Honky tonk flame. Yeah, this is more kind of music. This is an exclusive from. Play it loud as well, so I can mind. Right. Team GB amateur champion turned professional boxer Jordan Reynolds his rendition of Honky Tonk Flame Honky Tonk Flame what can I sing man go on rewind it rewind it let's go (laughs) (laughs) I can't sing Jordan you're fantastic let's do it let's go oh I should have the lyrics up turn up a little bit more I was out of my mind the first night we met I was feeling lonely and blue I just moved to the country to get me some rest The city were hurting on you Especially a fella from Eastern Kentucky Who worked for his name Man. Wasting his life on a burning desire and chasing that honk tonk flame. Yeah. God damn, boy. Oh, sorry. This is a tune. It's a tune, mate. I'm here all week. I'm here all week. <laughs> Brilliant. That was super. Uh, Thank you so much. I apologize much. for everyone's ears. <laughs> That's means now have video. Yay! Oh, no. Thank you so much, Jordan. I really appreciate no, you coming in. Be- before we let you go, um, obviously you just signed a new contract with MTK Global, yep. your professional debut. Um, October. October. You get to make that statement I'm that there. you're you're telling us about for months. Starting off with six rounds. Um, no, no easy route. Couple of six for two, maybe two or three six rounders, straight into ten rounds, then title fights. Amazing. Tune in. It's going to be a show from inside the ring to outside the ring. Got some great ideas which I've never done before. I'm bringing back the showmanship and boxing. Everyone's a bit boring these days, so tune in. 
Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. You. It's been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to tracking your career over the next couple of years. And you can come back. Oh, this is a family. When your first title, I'm, you can I'm, come I'm back, Irish right? Now. I live in Dublin. You are Irish I've met now. my mum's side, my family, I've met my dad's side of family here, so... Exactly. Oh, yeah. And if anyone's got any rooms available in Dublin, because I'm actually looking, I'm, I'm in Dunlear. I'm, I'm an hour away from Dublin. So if anyone's got any rooms available... You're in Drogheda. No, I'm part of Dunlear. Dunleer. No, Dun... D-U-N-L Oh Dunlear Sorry sorry, sorry. You I'm are in the country, country. boy I'm yeah. in the country I'm stuck in the country So now I'm proper country So I'm an hour away And I'm training Two or three times a day Backwards and forwards So I need a room mm-hmm. And if someone wants to give Two rooms for free Then that's great yeah. But I was like Just yeah Just let me know I saw you I've advertised on Instagram yeah. <laughs> Brilliant stuff Well listen Thank you so much for coming in And thank you Sam Over there We'll get you on in a couple of weeks Looking forward to talking to you too um, Appreciate it Sweet Jordan too. Reynolds For the first exchange